I'm Black. Hello, 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 and welcome back again for another episode whoa, 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 of Nellyville, the podcast. I'm your host, Chanel number five, and I'm so glad for you to join me again. Once again, listeners, if you are not following me on TikTok, that means that you are missing the live studio audience experience all season long. We have been recording the podcast live and with my TikTok family. Hello, TikTok family. So glad that you could join me today for another episode of Nellyville, the podcast. So I hope everyone's doing well. Let's just get right into the tea. So first thing we have to do, we have to give some congratulations, okay? I don't know if you heard, but Miss Janet Jackson, Miss Nasty... If you, you Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Janet just announced that she's going on tour again in 2023. <laughs> Baby girl's booked and busy. She's like, okay, I'm in my 50s. Okay, I'm I'm pushing 60, but I'm still trying to get my bag. I'm still trying to get the coin. So I'm very excited. Hello, welcome in. We are in the middle. We just started the podcast. We're talking about Janet going on tour. Now I've never seen Janet uh, and, and perform live, but this might be one that I might break my neck to go see. Now, I don't think that she's, I don't think that she's done. I think that she's going to have many more tours. I think she's going to be another share where she's just going to keep performing until she just can't anymore. But I would really want to, I really want to see this. It's called Together Again, which is one of my favorite songs from her. I think it's going to be great. Um, she's still out there like really like moving and really giving a good show. And she's just one of those artists that you want to see, you know what I'm saying? She's going to, she's going to give it what needs to be gave. And I'm wondering what the price point is going to be for those tickets because concert tickets have really been getting out of control. Yeah. Janice still dance like she's 21 and the 21 year olds are not dancing at all. Like no tea, no shade. But that's just what it is. The The girls who are performing and, and some of the guys, they're not performing like they used to. They're not out there. And if they are dancing, they're not singing live. They have backing tracks. They're lip syncing, which ain't, ain't nothing wrong with lip syncing. Britney Spears made a full career off of that. Thank you so much for the follow. I will make sure to follow you back as soon as I'm done with the little podcast. You know what I mean, Shan? <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. You know, they're not performing. You know, you go to the show, they have dance, they're not singing, and you've spent all this money up for what? So when Janet comes around to a city near you, that, that's somebody that I'm going to break my neck to see. I'm just saying. So congratulations to Janet. I'm going to go see the show, and I'll let you know how it is, okay? Um, secondly, i like to congratulate RuPaul. Drag Race has just been renewed for another season, season 15, and it's moving over to... MTV, which I think is a win-win for everybody. Um, RuPaul has created this entire, like, empire. He has brought drag to the mainstream. Uh Uh-oh, I lost connection. Hold on one second. So, yeah, 15 seasons, RuPaul has created this huge empire of just, like, drag is mainstream now. It's existed for years, but... He has so many branches of drag race, like all around the world. And he's having like all these spinoffs and like all this stuff. And I'm like, this is the man that we need to be watching. Like his business, his work ethic, like who's working more than RuPaul? Who? Don't worry. I'll wait. Put in the comments. Tell me who has more active shows on TV. Who's bringing in more coin. Who's more mainstream than RuPaul? Like I might be a little biased, but I'm just like. 
baby, nine Emmys? Your your show's being moved to MTV? Now, look, I know MTV's kind of died out, but I feel like this is a mutually great um, benefit for both of them. MTV is kind of dying. Drag Race is one of the top shows, but MTV, even though it's dying, it still has that legacy. So I think that this is going to be mutually beneficial for both RuPaul's Drag Race and MTV. So we'll see how season 15 goes. I'm excited about it, but like, that's all I wanted to say about that. So the next thing that I want to talk about, look, the segue is awful. Y'all know I don't know nothing about doing no segues, but we're, gonna, we're just going to get through this together. Okay. There is this trend that's going around on TikTok and it's been going on for several months. It is the trend of parents recording their kids and then showing them or telling them about things that they had when they were kids and then like kind of laughing at the kids because they don't know what it is. And I'm like, well, of course they don't know what it is. They weren't born. They weren't like, of course, they're not going to know about the things in pop culture or the technology that we had while we were growing up. Like, of course not. So I don't understand, like, why are we embarrassing teenagers and, like, little kids? Like, oh, they don't know what a cassette tape is. Oh, they don't know what a dial-up modem is. Like, I don't, why is it, like, a, a thing to, like, make fun of your kids for not knowing something? Like, I, like, I don't get it. And then put it on the internet. Like, does anybody else think that that's, like, a, some kind of form of, like, child abuse? Because I, I just... Who is this for? Is this for you to show other parents so that everyone can collectively laugh at their teenagers and kids together? Like, I don't know. I mean, we all went through that. There were there was always things like when we were kids and teenagers, there was things that our parents talked about that we had no idea what it was. But I don't remember my mom laughing at me for it. Like, I was just like, oh, what's that? And then she'd tell me. But um, I think people are getting a little too comfortable with laughing at their kids and I just I don't know is it because these parents are miserable in their own day-to-day <laughs> -day lives or like is it uh I, I just I don't know I don't find the humor in it I think that it is embarrassing and um you know why would they know like do you forget how young your kids are like I just that was something that really uh gathered me so the next thing that I want to talk about is, um, I'm glad, no, I don't want to do, hold on, someone's trying to do the little, it is ignorant, and it's, like, really cringy and weird, like, I don't, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, like, and if I'm the kid, like, I would feel so embarrassed, like, mom, why are you making fun of me? Oh my gosh, and my phone's lagging. I have no idea if I'm going to be able to do this podcast on this live today. I might have to go back to the old school and just, you know what I mean? Very that. So, anyways, moving on. I'm trying to go through this quickly. I already got half of it done. I don't know where you were in the first half, DJ Rec. <laughs> but you missed the first half of the team. Okay. This part right here, I'm glad it's not a lot of people in here because um, this is probably going to ruffle some feathers. I don't think, oh, how, how can I say this? Y'all know I, I don't like to be mean. 
Um, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I, I think Kwanzaa is a load of crap. I'm sorry, there I said it. I I'm I just don't subscribe to the Kwanzaa narrative. I'm sorry, if it seems like I'm distracted, it's because it's some strange person walking around my house and I'm trying to see what they're doing. So sorry if it seems like I'm distracted because I am. This is not going well. I'm gonna be very, very honest with you people. But okay, to me, Kwanzaa is just like, it's one giant scheme. Like I know that holidays and things get, a lot of them get made up. Not all holidays are based in religion and all of that. But I feel like Kwanzaa, the 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 idea of it, I think was a really good idea. But I think that the people who came together to put it together just kind of half did it. And I think that it was kind of a way to um, kind of scam black Americans. Like, I just, I like, I don't get the point. I feel like all the parts of Kwanzaa are stolen from actual holidays, be it Christmas and Hanukkah and other holidays. Like, if you're going to come up with a holiday that celebrates black American culture, then do it right. Don't beg, borrow, and steal from all the other holidays and religions and then slap, you know, some African print on it and then call it, you know, a holiday. Like, I think it's a load of crap. And I, I, I'm I, sorry. I know a lot of people probably um, are going to be upset when they hear me say that. But, you know, look, as a kid, when I was in school, I enjoyed the Kwanzaa celebrations, you know, we did the Christmas celebration, the Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, you know, they did all the holidays to make everyone feel included, because I went to a very diverse school. I enjoyed the celebrations, but as I got older, and I realized I'm black, and I don't know anyone until recent years, I don't know anyone who celebrated Kwanzaa. I just, I have never, I have never met anyone to actually celebrate it, which is very odd. Like it was supposed to be this very prestigious holiday that is made, made and built and created by black Americans for black Americans. How come none, nobody I know that's black participates in it other than like the school assembling assemblies and functions. Like that's very odd to me. Like they should let you know right there that it's something, I don't know. It's just something very shady about Kwanzaa. And it's just very sad because you know, black Americans, it's, you know, it's like, where do we fit in? You know, a lot of us don't have ties with our African um, descent. You know, we can trace our family history back about so far. And most of us, it just kind of starts and ends with slavery. And, you know, while you have a lot of African people who embrace black Americans, you have a lot of African people who don't, they think that we're spoiled and that we're rude. And a lot of us are spoiled and rude. Um, you know, look, I think that as a black American, it is worth knowing your culture beyond your American history. It's worth looking into. It is, you should know. You might not be able to figure out specifically where you're from. Now, if you're interested, you can do an ancestry and figure out exactly, you know, what region of Africa and things that you came from. But it's just good to to learn about the African culture, no matter who you are. It's very rich. And most, even if you are not black, most of us all have some kind of link to 
Africa. It's very rich. It's really great a culture to learn about. But I just, I don't, it really gets under my skin when black Americans, and they wonder why a lot of African people, they don't mess with us or they don't want to deal with us, is because black Americans want to make a profit off of African culture. And that's really jacked up. That's really jacked up. You might not know about these people, but to peddle African culture and and slap, you know, uh, paintings and African prints and throw Swahili on these different things just to, um, you know, just to scam black Americans who are so hungry to know where they're from. Like, that's really jacked up. Because there's a lot of black Americans that want to know where they came from. They want to feel more attached to where they came from. And they're desperate. They're very desperate. And you have black Americans who know that. And they, they, they seek out these people. They seek out these black Ameri- other their fellow brothers and sisters who are so desperate. And they, oh my gosh, why am I getting invited? To join all of the, like, stop it. (laughs) I'm getting getting so many requests to join these little battles and stuff. And I just, I can't. Um, Yeah, it's very ignorant. It's very sad. Now, um, you know, look, if I'm being perfectly honest, I could do a little more to research, uh, you know, my, my African descent. I could do a little more. I could do a little more to be uh, educated on it and to represent it. But you know what? At the at the end of the day, I'm a black American and I'm not angry about being American. You know, a lot of black people are really angry and upset about being American. And I'm just like, you know, it's a lot of things that are wrong with this country. But at the end of the day, it's your country. You know, I I'm not going to shame black people who are proud to be American. I'm proud to be an American. I, I just. I think I'm just going to stick to Christmas and celebrate baby Jesus. It's something about Kwanzaa. I'm sorry. It just doesn't sit right with me. And, you know, it, it is what it is. What, what can I say? I, I'm i not a perfect person. Maybe I am wrong. I just, the fact that all of it is all stolen from other holidays just doesn't sit right with me. And... You know, to do that just to, you know, scam a desperate people, you're no better than the, the, you know, the Caucasians that do it to us. So I, I just, that's my opinion. I know it, you know, that's just me. But anyways, yes, it is, yeah, ignorant people. And thank you for the likes, darling. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead look, y'all. This is gonna this is gonna be a short podcast this week, but I'm gonna jump right to music. So my music artist of the week is drumroll. Yeah, I know, I know it's lagging. Yeah, that's why it's gonna be a short podcast. Um, let me know when it is not. But actually, I'm gonna go ahead and do music. I'm gonna wrap this up, and it's gonna be about a 20 minute podcast. So. My music person for the week is going to be Janet because we talked about her in the beginning. I'm very excited about her tour. I mean, good for her for dipping it and doing it. 
if not for Janet, we wouldn't have half of the artists that we have today. She paved the way, she opened doors, and for her to be able to make the name and career for herself that she did, being in the shadow of Michael Jackson, like, she's more than just Michael Jackson's little sister. She really created something, like, that just goes to show how much of a powerhouse she is, because it's not a lot of people that can be the younger sibling of somebody like Michael Jackson and still be able to make an individualized name for themselves. Like, that's pretty impressive. And she's still out here dipping in and doing it, and people need to pay dues. She set a lot of the trends. The girls and some of the guys would not be able to do what they were doing if she didn't pave the way. They all copy her. All of them. Brittany, Christina, Sierra, all of them. And so, anyways, uh, so that is my music artist of the week. And let me know if y'all are going to go to to the Janet concert. It's definitely going to be one to see together again, 2023. She's going to be out there dipping into doing it. And I, th- I think that I'm going to go. I think we're going to go. So if you want to join me, let me know. We'll coordinate to get our tickets together. So anyways, that's all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to come find me on TikTok so that you can enjoy the live student recordings. Next week is episode 10. So that means that will be the last episode of the season. I'm so glad that you came to join me this week for another episode. And I hope that you have a great holiday season. I'll be back again next week for more tea, drama, advice, and unsolicited opinions that are probably going to get me in trouble somewhere down the line. But so great that you could be here to go listen to Janet and all of the other things and binge watch YouTube videos. And uh, yeah, do I have no idea what this episode is, but I'm so glad that you came. Thank you so much again. Love you. Bye.